Hello and welcome to the Dogs of Henley podcast. For those of you joining us for the very first time, it's great to have you here. And for our returning listeners, thank you so much for your continued support. It means the world and it's wonderful to have you back again. This podcast is dedicated to all things dog. We will be having an ongoing discussion about the wonderful, wonderful world of dogs and everything it has to offer. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Welcome back and uh, thank you so much guys. The support recently has been absolutely amazing. I've got myself another interview here this evening. Um, somebody who is again from our locality um, and I'm so excited to talk to her. So I'm not going to delay any more. I want to jump straight into it. Let's get straight to this and let's say hello to Zoe. Hi Zoe. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Now, as you know, you've listened to our podcast um, and uh, as, as you told me, so that's brilliant. And I just want to start this off by just letting everybody know who you are, introducing you. So take it away. Uh, hello, everyone. I am Zoe. I run the Henley Larder. Well, I own and run the Henley Larder, um, which is a food and deli. For those of you who haven't come by to see us yet, we are on Bell Street, um, just down near Asquith's teddy bear shop. Um, I come from Henley originally, um, but moved back here a couple of years ago. And it's just really exciting to be in Henley and promoting some of the great producers we have here and just being part of the excellent independent shop scene that is developing here. You do an amazing job, by the way. I cannot say how much I love your shop. Having just been in there today, it's, it's awesome. It's like there's so much there and it's it just so cool to see and your brownies are amazing so thank you for Thanks that earlier so by the way <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> me pleasure. and stacy really enjoyed the brownies <laughs> so really appreciate that that's brilliant Excellent. so moving on then and we're obviously going to speak about uh, we're going to move on to speak about dogs what we'll start this off with as i always do is i'd like to hear from you about what it is that you love about dogs gosh you know i've been thinking about this a lot and uh well, I'm very aware that I don't want to come off as too crazy dog lady <laughs> because I do love lots of things about dogs. Don't you worry um, about that. You're on the right podcast if you want to be crazy well, about Well, good. Dog. I'm glad. Well, so, I mean, I was brought up uh, with dogs. Um, I've always been brought up in a family that rescues dogs. So our dogs have always come from uh, from a rescue environment. Um, apart from one of our dogs who was a was a puppy that was born from one of our rescues, um, sort of in a, ra a random way, uh, in a lovely random way. Um, so I, I think what we've always sort of referred to as being part of the pack, and I do think that having a dog is sort of such a lovely central feeling to a family and, and gives you that pack, pack mentality. Um, and it really is quite special and something quite different from from anything else and that sort of that friendship and companionship you can get with a dog is is really unique and just lovely and beyond that I think probably what I think I love about dogs so much is well going on walks with them very very much so I absolutely adore that but I got a lot of time for dog snugs and in particular you know sniffing their delicious ears because some dogs ears are, are quite delicious and huh. um my dog's ears are definitely in that category. Yes, um, they are. I've, I've seen them on Instagram. <laughs> they're they're yeah. great ears. They are. I mean, yes. So my dog has definitely got some quite serious 
is going on. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, I just, I mean, gosh, what's not to love about dogs, I guess, would be, would be my question. Um, uh, okay, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I honestly, yeah. if somebody, if somebody tells me they, they, they don't like dogs, I, I just, I, there's not a conversation oh, I that, I can, that I can roll with actually. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's important. I mean, I think it's one of the first questions I asked my husband, you know, honestly, on our first date. I mean, it would have been a deal breaker <laughs> without doubt. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that I think the film Must Love Dogs was ahead of its time, wasn't it? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, quite. Uh, it, yeah, we're, 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 it's it's definitely it's definitely a deal breaker now, isn't it? So, um, yeah, love no that, doubt. absolutely love that. And uh, we, I tell you what, you say like taking them out for a walk. Don't we live in the most fabulous area? In fact, the whole of the United Kingdom. I think people have probably spent so much time at home over the course yes. of the last you know eighteen months. I think we've all come to realise what a beautiful country we live in. My goodness. And also just so many walks that we, I mean, you know, taking the positives out of this last year, which, you know, we all have to, that lots of walks that I'd never been on before and sort of discovered as a result of, you know, trying to sort of mix it up and well, both for for us and for our dog, because obviously it's nice for them to see, you know, different environments too. Um, And yes, we do live in a very beautiful part of the world. And I feel very, very lucky that I have moved here just before you know everything locked down very luckily um and uh yeah it was a it was a nice place to be for sure oh yeah it was it, yeah, it absolutely was and i think i think as as i say as a whole in the united kingdom you know you know we i think we all sort of pulled together really well and um i think our dogs absolutely. really kept us going i can't believe how many dogs there are now it's it's incredible oh my goodness there is i mean certainly in this area there it's like a it's like a puppy party um i mean and it's <laughs> glorious i absolutely love it and uh, i encourage dogs to come to my shop in a in a completely obvious and yeah way we're, we're going to get we are going to get onto that in a second actually because that's something i need to talk to you about because that's one of my favorite things on your instagram story but before we do you mentioned you yes. mentioned there your lovely dog olivier tell us a little bit about yes. him uh he's just joined me by my feet actually so he oh lovely we're talking about him hello um <laughs> so uh olivier so um as i mentioned you know we, i grew up with dogs that had been rescued um and i did feel quite strongly about wanting to rescue a dog myself when i did you know take the leap and so i went to battersea and i hounded them no pun intended um for a really long time um to sort of find the right dog to the extent that they actually asked me to stop her calling them anymore because no, they, uh, didn't. Did they, they really did <laughs> uh, they really did um and but luckily the the you know the tactic worked because uh one of the ladies at Battersea called me back um a couple of weeks later and said that she thought she might have um a dog that would be very suitable for us and sent me a photo and I honestly have never seen anything cuter in my life than the photo that they sent us of Olivier. He was just like a little ball of black fur. Um, They listed him as a Yorkie. Um, Not that we had any preference on breed. We just wanted a sort of small to medium dog. Um, A Yorkie, a three month old Yorkie, which I just thought was just extraordinary that such a, such a dog could possibly be in Battersea. Um, So we went to see him the very next day. And he came home with us that that day. Um, and he is quite, quite wonderful. But a Yorkie he is not. Um, he is, uh, <laughs> we think, he is a Australian terrier, a silky Australian terrier, which is a mix with a Yorkie and, and a Australian terrier. 
Um, the reason we believe this is his ears are quite extraordinary. Um, if you have seen him, they are just huge and magnificent, not <laughs> Yorkie-like. <gasps> they're fabulous they are i've yes. seen i've seen i've seen them on your instagram they they're quite something yes. I, that is that's a tremendous story about i cannot believe you actually got told to stop calling like a charity I rescue know. place and you got told I to stop calling. <laughs> i love it I well love it. you know i'm quite sort of you know persistent when i want to be <laughs> and um for sure yeah i mean it paid off you know ultimately so it, it all worked out for the best i do think you do have to be quite persistent when you are rescuing because there are you know I mean, yeah, to be able to sort of get the right fit, you need to sort of make sure they know you're really involved and really, you know, want it kind of thing. So, yeah, absolutely. There must be, and there must be such enormous demand at the moment for, um, you know, for rescue dogs, you know. Yes, um, definitely. Um, yes, for sure. And uh, Battersea is, yeah, an incredible organization. Um, I have nothing but praise um, for their whole system and, and all the follow up that they do. Um, That's good. Brilliant. I like to hear that as well. That's nice because they want to make sure the dog has actually properly settled in and that you're happy. And do they, and I I assume that they they then say to you, you know, we'll have the dog back if it's not working. Well, yeah. I mean, the other thing about Olivier to mention is that um, when we went to see him is that this was, um, we were to be his third home, um, which is just too sad to imagine in such a young dog. Jeez, um, one of the homes being the reasoning that they gave that he, they brought him in was that he smelt of dog. I, um, I can't believe somebody. Are you joking? I'm really not, sadly. Oh, my goodness. Um, people, people and he, and I sort of do remember saying to the lady on the phone, I was like, well, how bad does he smell? Like, And she was just like, not of anything. And as I say, you know, now I'm obsessed with sniffing his ears. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's so I, I think he smells delightful. Um, that's that's you know, really sad it is super sad and uh you know people that people that say things like that shouldn't have a dog they don't deserve a dog um, no they don't they so, really don't so but he found the perfect home with us so and, all, and now all he, ended and he, well and he lives in henley on thames what a lucky part. well i know well i know when we first got him we took him back to our house then in wood green in north london um and we're not quite sure that he liked that as much as he does Henley on terms. <laughs> I do think we we moved back to Henley partly to suit Olivier's. Oh, of course. Yeah. But you you have no idea how many people I know that have adjusted their lives to suit their dogs. I have. I I know one particular lady who has bought a house that is considerably larger than her last one just <laughs> so the dog would have more space. And it's just Good. her and the dog. There's no kids. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm all about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, that's this. That's <laughs> such a lovely. I mean, it's it's your the story for Olivier. Obviously, is not great where where it started, but I love the fact that he's come to Henley and he's loving it here and he's happy and that's just wonderful. He is so happy. I would like to state as well that he was called Olivier when we got him, so I didn't name him Olivier. Um, I actually, I mean, I actually adore, absolutely adore his name now, but uh, it is funny because I have a bit of an acting background that it is funny that everyone just assumes that I, you know, named him after Laurence Olivier, which uh, is not the case. But Right. Um, OK. But it is a good name. It's a very it's a unusual name. name for a dog. So. It's the first time. Yeah. That's the first time I've come across. And, and you've got to bear in mind what I do for a living. Well, I was uh, going to you say, know, you've, you've met a few dogs. Yeah. So that's, I have. Uh, I've, I've, I've met a lot of Milo's and I've met a lot of Toby's, mm-hmm. um, which mm. are both which are both great names for dogs as well. But I've I've not come across an Olivier before. So I think it's, uh, it's that's a great first. name. Oh, that's um, yeah. that's a lovely story. I really like that. And, I, and I'm really happy that he's so settled. Now, obviously, 
he features a lot on your Instagram and, 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 and as part of that, you know, I've seen the, you know, pups, is it, is it pups of the larder? Is that the hashtag? Pups of the larder. Yes. Hashtag pups of the larder. Talk to me about that. Cause that's what, that's what we mainly want to hear about (laughs) now. We want to hear about pups of the larder. (laughs) So when I started the Henny Larder, I sort of loved the idea of, you know, owners and their dogs coming to visit because, you know, I always just, like the idea of people sort of going for a walk on an afternoon and then finding themselves in the shop and buying lovely treats. And that probably, you know, came in my head to as an ideal scenario of being out on a dog walk. And, and then, you know, that, that came about. And so the idea of sort of dogs coming in to the shop was born. And then the idea of sort of posting photographs of the dogs in the shop came after that mainly because I love taking photos of dogs and I like having a sort of stream of cute pictures of dogs on my phone. Um, and so it's, completely... I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you there. Let me tell you, I'm with you there. My phone, my phone has nothing but photos of dogs on it. I bet. I'll bet. <laughs> I mean, you have got, you know, resources beyond I most do. of us. I do. Anyway, um, sorry, go on. <laughs> but no. And so I just thought, um, I thought it was quite nice. And also it's, you know, because, you know, it's not about sort of um, sort of naming all the customers that come in or anything like that. But I just think that this idea of the sort of community of of dogs and the dogs of Henley, I mean, as you are the dogs of Henley, but like we are so lucky here. We have so many beautiful dogs that live in the area. We do. And uh, I feel that they needed their their time to shine. And um, it honestly gives me such joy. A friend of mine actually said to me the other day that when she's feeling a bit sad, she just goes onto my Instagram and looks through the uh, the hashtag of dogs of the larder, which uh, is really oh. nice to hear. So yeah, I like going on there myself because I'm not joking. I think I think I've seen every single one of my dog customers on <laughs> seriously, like and even like quite obscure ones that don't live necessarily that close will pop up from time to oh, time. I'm like, it. hey, I know that dog. I mean, I will say a couple of dog owners have come in and asked if their dogs can be pups of the larder, which, I mean, shows that word's getting out, you know. Oh, absolutely. It's becoming, it's becoming a big deal. So, you know, that. Well, <laughs> you're doing a great job with it. And uh, I tell you what, like I said, the shop is just, it's beautiful. And the way that it's stocked and all the produce that's there, it's its its remarkable. It really, it just looks the part. Uh, so in terms of, you know, you, you're obviously a dog mum and, you know, mm-hmm. um, Talk to me about how how you work that into. You're also an entrepreneur, somebody that runs your own business, your own shop. Mm. How do you work that into your life? You know, with Olivier, how does that all all work? It is complicated. I cannot I cannot tell a lie. Um, and is of course it was a consideration when I began the business. Um, uh, so it's it's a it's a case of you know my husband Andre he uh, runs a podiatry clinic in Henley, and so his yes. hours are somewhat um varied as well so it's about us both kind of communicating on uh you know who's available when and also we do have help uh from a dog walker um on our street who is actually a girl i grew up with which is nice link oh that's Um, nice yeah it is nice and actually weirdly we've all ended up on the same street so it's even even more lovely so um so i feel very very fortunate with that Absolutely. But I have to say, you know, it's it's something that uh, it's, you know, it's still a battle all the time. It's not easy. And I do think about I do think about him all the time, but um, I really do. And I do, you know, consider, you know, is he getting enough attention? Is he getting enough walks? Is he getting everything he needs from us? And, you know, he is quite a sensitive soul and definitely feels it, you know, when we're not around. But um, even to the extent that, I, you know, I'm sort of reexamining my work 
you know, life balance. And he is a big part of that to make sure that, you know, I am around for him um, and not sort of constantly away from him because just seeing a dog in the evening, you know, although unfortunately is the way for, for many of us, you know, is not the ideal by any stretch of the imagination. So I suppose that's yeah. one of the advantages of being your own boss that perhaps you can work your schedule because you do, you do work yes. your schedule, don't you? You're not always in the shop, are you? No, I'm lucky. I now have a couple of uh, lovely helpers. Um, Brilliant. I think you know, originally I definitely saw it as a, I'll be there all the time. Um, but I've realized that's not really manageable for a variety of reasons, but uh, Olivier definitely is, is one of the big reasons. Um, because I am super soppy about him. And whenever <laughs> my husband or the dog walker brings him past the shop, I completely fall over myself to oh. you know, <laughs> snuggle him and take photos and feel sad that I'm not with him all day. <laughs> no, well, look, I think, you know, you're not, you're not alone. We're, we're living, we are in the golden era of dog ownership. Everybody loves their dogs. It's just changed. It's changed so much, hasn't it? It I mean, has, it has. It's but I do think, you know, Oh my gosh, no, we have, it's just, you know, certainly from when I'm, I was a kid and I, you know, I think, you know, companies like yours are just so lovely. And when I hear that Olivier has been out with another dog, it gives me great joy because I think that is something that, uh, you know, when, when they're not around their pack, as it were, being around other dogs, I mean, couldn't be nicer. Um, but a socialization uh, for them yes. just, is just absolutely lovely. Um, and Olivier is a bit of a naughty one off the lead. So his, his socialization is, uh, can be limited, but, uh, we do try and, uh, he's a bit of an escape artist. Well, yeah, he's just a little bit, you know, a little bit, uh, selectively deaf, I would say. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> to, uh, so, um, typical man, no, I think. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't say that. Stacy, um, my but... partner would agree with that one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been. I think I've actually been scarred from having uh, terriers uh, growing up. I mean, obviously, he is a terrier too. But having Jack Russell terriers, um, and they were just the absolute naughtiest. My mum used to refer to them as houndini because they just used to be able to get out of absolutely anywhere. And so I think just that fear is in the, my head all the time going, oh, gosh, he's going to get away from me kind of thing. So unfortunately, he is probably the subject to, you know, past trauma for me. He's probably very well behaved if I let him. You know, let That's him right. Well, you know, we, we had, a, <laughs> I had, a, I had a Jack Russell growing up called Tommy. And uh, I, I, you're absolutely right. They are appalling for running away. And <laughs> um, so we basically where we, where we lived with, when I was at my mum and dad's house, we had this, they had this beautiful old house, uh, just, just as you left Henley. Um, and mm -hmm. they bought it years ago and it came with like, you know, it had quite a sizable sort of back garden, but then it also went, there was like a hedgerow and then it went through to this other chap's back garden who had been there for mm -hmm. so long that it was ancient and, the, and he had about seven acres or something. And what Tommy would do would be routinely almost every night break through the hedge and that would be it and you would lose him for hours he'd just be he wouldn't yeah. go anywhere he would just run around barking no. in seven acres oh yeah oh yeah you can hear them that's the most frustrating always thing. You, so you they're not going to go anywhere bark in the distance <laughs> um there was there was a there was a famous incident where uh our dog towser actually managed to get into the compost heap on christmas eve and oh, trapped himself in the compost heap um and so q you know me and my sister and my mother all probably slightly merry at this point, digging in the compost heap to try and free him. <laughs> um, 
sort of late night Christmas Eve. I mean, it's definitely a memory. Uh, I, I don't know if it's good or bad, but... Uh, oh, it's good yeah. now. It's funny now, let me it's tell you. It's good now. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. I, I, Terry, yeah. there's something about Terriers though, isn't there? I think they're, um, <laughs> they're so oh, they're naughty. Personalities. They, I mean, but they are such amazing personalities. Um, I really would recommend them to anyone because, I mean, they are very cheeky but um yes they i mean they are very naughty as well um yeah they are they absolutely are they're quite <laughs> i mean they're, they're still quite popular i think that they're everyone's being every, everything's being outshone now by the cavapoos and the cockapoos of the world though. That's exactly what, that's, yeah. that's what everybody's got now so uh oh that's fabulous well, I, know, I, I, I was cool. i was talking about olivier the other day to someone about how he doesn't actually shed any hair either i was thinking and i hadn't i've never had a dog that doesn't shed constantly so <laughs> yeah, it's been a a revelation um so he he doesn't shed which is which is fabulous so yeah that's a big yeah that's a bit that's a big help big especially on the house yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. we've got us we've got ourselves one because we've got dogs in the house the whole time seven days a week I'm we've sure. actually got ourselves one of these uh robot hoovers um oh, amazing but we, do, we don't put it on around the dogs because obviously it would totally freak them out. So <laughs> yes, what we yeah. normally do is wait until they're sort of having breakfast or one of us has them out in the garden and we put the robot hoover on. Um, and the other day, one of my dogs was in one of the teepees and he was just chilling in there and he was so relaxed. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to put it on. He's fine. He, he He's very relaxed. He doesn't mind it at all. And honestly, he just sat there in just total bewilderment at this robot who's going. But, and he was so chilled. I think he just thought it was maybe another dog. I don't know what he thought. He just sat there and watched it like somebody watching tennis, just going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, Amazing. They're, they're a one, they're, that's a wonderful invention when you've got dogs in the house all the time, I can tell Oh, you. my gosh. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, the Hoover um here is is Olivier's nemesis. Like, he behaves like there's a monster attacking, I don't know, yeah, he just cannot handle it. He's sort of giving you a look of like, why would you do this? Like every time we turn it on, uh, which is the that. excuse I give for turning it on very rarely. So um, I'll stick with that excuse. <laughs> well, I yes. think you've probably got probably got enough on your hands with uh, running your own company and uh, and then, you know, dog yeah. mumming as well. Yes. I mean, yes, busy is definitely uh, something I am for sure. Have you Have you got any dog products or particular exciting dog products in your shop that you sell anything so that is sort I of don't sell any dog products um partly I, I had lots of lovely ideas for dog things um including including a fantastic nose balm um that i found oh, um, from a lovely lady at a at a fair once um that is just truly joyous um but uh, i decided because i'm opposite and lee pets um that i wanted to make sure they were getting all the big ups that uh, that they deserve um, as such a long-standing and and fab part of our community. So I definitely didn't want to sort of rival them. Not that I could ever rival Henley Pets. I mean, they've been there since I was I was a kid. I mean, apparently that bird that's in there is also the same bird that was there when I was a child, which is just too extraordinary. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. So no, I decided not to actually stock any any doggy products. I do have a big jar of dog treats. Um, I think of myself as like the witch in Hansel and Gretel, but with dogs um, <laughs> trying to lure them in. <laughs> well, I lure in the adults with, you know, brownies and sausage rolls and I lure in the dogs with uh, treats. Although it is funny, some dogs won't walk past the shop anymore without coming in for a treat. So, you know, my That's wicked awesome. plan is working. Yeah. I tell you, dogs are smart. They learn behavior is amazing. Like, oh, that's the place where we yes. can get some treats. We yeah. should pop in there. 
Yeah. No, there was actually a really funny dog in the square yesterday who just like kept rolling in the middle of the square. And the owner was saying that apparently she does this until someone gives her a belly rub and then she'll get up and go carry on again, <laughs> which That's I awesome. thought was rather sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, look, I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, Zoe. It's been an absolute delight just hearing about you know, your experiences with Olivier, you know, rescuing him. That's a, that's a beautiful story and not one that I was actually aware of. I have to be completely honest. I, you know, it was nice to hear that from you. And uh, I'm so happy that he's so, so settled in our lovely town. Um, You know, we love your business. You know, I love your social media. It's, it's amazing. Um, And uh, your brown, your brownies are fantastic. They're not, not for dogs. I just want to put a disclaimer out there, but uh, your your (laughs) brownies brownies are fantastic. Made by Rachel's larder, a different larder, but I sell her wonderful brownies and they are. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. I was lucky enough to have have one earlier. So um, I I so appreciate your time. It's it's been an absolute delight. Um, And uh, thank you so much for coming on and giving me me your time. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Zoe. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye. That was such a tremendous interview. Love chatting with Zoe. What an interesting individual, brilliant local business owner and somebody who above all just loves her dog, which is just so great and so awesome to hear all about her experiences as a dog mum. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Any feedback, pop us an email, dogsofhenley at gmail.com. We've got a couple more episodes to come as part of this first season, so stay tuned. As always, thank you for being here and we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.